Hey, hey, happy Sunday, you all, and welcome to Weightless and Mind, Body, and Spirit with yours truly, Dr. Carol. So let's just get on our Sunday morning and our theme song. Here we go. Weightless, weightless, no matter what people say, you're full of greatness, greatness. Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous, if only they could see you going through your paces It's amazing Weightless No matter what people say You're full of greatness Time you open up your eyes You work courageous If only they could see you going through your paces It's amazing Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous If only they could see you going through your paces It's amazing Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Weightless in mind, body, and spirit. And here you are with your host, yours truly, Dr. Carol Penn. And who who am I? I am triply boarded in osteopathic, manipulative medicine, family medicine, and obesity medicine. I am also a master movement meditation and mindset coach, two-time best-selling author, actually three times. I'm going to claim it. Yes, I'm claiming it this morning. And I'm so proud of my book, babies, Meditation in the Time of Madness, a guidebook for talented teens, tweens, their parents, and guardians who need to thrive, as well as my journal. So living, loving, and leading when it matters most. Also meditation in a time of madness journal. And we are here with weightless and mind, body, and spirit, where we talk about the things that's related to optimizing our physical health and wellness, right? We want to know the science behind it. We want to have the information and the education. We want to know the research behind it. And we also talk about the spiritual meaning of that term, weightless in mind, body, and spirit. So what does it mean to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit, to feel elevated, to feel uplifted, to feel like you belong in a community? And we answer all of the above. And of course, we are an informational and educational show. It does not imply that you have a relationship with myself or any of our guests in any kind of medical or legal way. So we are health and wellness, information and education. We're research and evidence-based, and we welcome you to the show. So listen, go ahead and drop in the chat who you are, where you're watching from, get out your pens and papers, get ready to learn and take some notes because of course I have a superstar guest waiting backstage in the green room for you. And you've seen her before, you've loved her before. She promised that she would be back and she's a promise keeper. So she is back. And I want you to remember that this show is also a podcast of the same name, 
Weightless and Mind, Body, and Spirit with Dr. Carol Penn. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please go ahead and do so. And you're wondering, well, where can I get this podcast? It's wherever you listen to your podcast. All right. All right. So are we ready to rock and roll? Let me just see if anybody's saying hello and good morning just yet. Let me just check this out here. Oh my goodness. My goodness. Good morning and welcome Dr. Kina. I, I can I say the ob guys are in the house? Because our special guest today is an ob guy. Good morning and welcome, Martha. Yes, I need you too. Hashtag Meditation Nation. Good morning. We have family in the house and, you know, just an incredible, incredible web designer, ad designer, incredible thought influencer. Welcome, Ben, Marshall, and family. Good morning, Victoria. Yes, she already knows it's going to be a good show. Hashtag Meditation Nation. Good morning, Dr. Erica. All right. You're one of our favorite docs too. Good morning, Dr. Randy, and welcome. All right. Moguls are in the house today, in the house today. Good morning and welcome, Christine. I believe that you are a first-time watcher. So we are so glad to see you. And yes, this is where you can go over if you don't subscribe to podcasts. This is where you could go over to anchor.fm. Yes. Yes. Good morning and welcome to our producer, my husband, Mr. DM Jones. And good morning and welcome, Anita. Yes, Anita, how are you? How are you? Yes, yes, yes. Uh oh, I feel the love. You made me wake up early because I'm watching from St. Louis. St. Louis, <laughs> wait a minute. Let me, don't get me to laughing this morning quite yet. I need to keep it together for a little while longer. Let me bring my friend, our friend, onto camera here today. I always like to go over the accolades of my guests and have them on camera because sometimes, oftentimes, we're not able to receive. We turn away when someone gives us a compliment. Instead of just saying thank you, we get all in the business and start saying stuff. No, we want to get away from that. So right now they can't say anything. She's just going to have to listen. So I want everybody to give a weightless and mind, body, and spirit welcome to Dr. Lakeisha McMillan. Dr. Lakeisha. She was born and raised in Huntsville, Alabama. She earned her undergraduate degree in biology, cum laude, by the way, cum laude, from Oakwood College, now Oakwood University, and continued her studies at Loma Linda University School of Medicine. In addition to her academic degrees, Dr. Lakeisha is certified in the use of the Da Vinci robotic system for minimally invasive laparoscopic surgery. Yes, real deal, real deal here. Because of her passion for teaching, she was awarded this distinction of resident teacher of the year in 2004. Can anybody say hashtag resume babies here? A gifted speaker, ob and hormone specialist, Dr. Lakeisha has a passion for helping women struggling with depleting hormones, get their hormones balanced, regain mental sharpness, and have energy to last the entire day. If you want to become a balanced beauty, you want to follow 
Dr. Lakeisha across all social media at Dr. Lakeisha MD. Now, because this is a podcast, I'm going to spell this D-R-L-A-K-E-I-S-C-H-A-M-D. Y'all got that? Y'all got that. All right. Welcome. And thank you so much for coming back, Dr. Lakeisha. Dr. Carol, you just filled my cup. Thank you so much. I'm full already. And we are just getting started. I am so excited to be back here on Weightless and Mind, Body, Spirit. I mean, I just love being able to come and have conversations with you. I mean, this is this is just, it's, it's a way to start your week, guys. This is just a way to start your week. <laughs> so Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I, look who else has joined us. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And look at this. And Dr. Dietrich is here. Yes. So we we are we are part of a wonderful community Absolutely. called the Medical Moguls, and many of us share a business coach, the mm-hmm. wondrous, the amazing Dr. Dre on Birch. And it's been such an exciting journey to start to come together and now really to understand what it means to be a part of a community. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And so we are getting the accolades and the welcome and the hellos and the hellos. Yes, wow. indeed, indeed, indeed. So oh, hi, Christine. I was saying hi to Christine. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it is, again, my deep honor and pleasure to welcome you yes. to our uh, show and make sure that people understand that we are giving research-based education and information. And you know what? I want to get right into it because the time just goes so quickly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so every day now you can't turn on the news right now and not see a headline that is directly related to health. Yeah. And so much, good morning, JD, and so much is related to women's health. So before the gentlemen go get their second cup of coffee, what I want to say, if you know a woman, if you love a woman, if you've been touched by a woman, this information is for you also. Because sometimes it just takes a loved one kind of whispering in your ear to kind of push you in a in a better direction, right? Mm-hmm. So Dr. Lakeisha, let's just jump into it. What are you seeing based off of today's headlines that are are you are the top conditions, the top things we need to be looking out for and we need to be addressing and treating in ourselves, regardless of medical specialty, regardless of where we are, we're just seeing these things as a part of public health. Oh, Dr. Carroll, the headlines are so full of variations of the theme of anxiety or being anxious or worrying. Um, You know, I I see where they'll talk about because our lives have been significantly impacted by the pandemic and everybody's normal now has changed and has been turned upside down on its head and how 
it has impacted women in such a way that they have literally had to reevaluate or even just restructure their lives to be able to help with the family structure. What's coming out of this is the feelings of anxiousness or anxiety and how that looks on a daily basis can show up as either weight gain, it can show up as inability to concentrate, it can show up in, you know, actually heart palpitations. I've seen people talking about, oh my goodness, I just feel so anxious or I'm starting to feel my heart race at times where I'm just sitting still. I'm not exercising. I'm not doing anything that should bring my heart rate up or I'm I'm starting to feel shaky or jittery or I just can't seem to um, do the things that I used to do. I can't seem to juggle the, the plates anymore. I can't keep all the plates spinning on those little sticks anymore. And so I see a variation of the theme of anxiety. And so as as a practitioner, as as a doctor, what I do when they come to the office, when they come to my practice, I'm looking to see how this shows up and how it presents on a daily basis. And so that's what I'm really seeing in the headlines is our variations of anxiety and anxiousness. Yes. Yeah. And and I'm experiencing that. Now, you and I are both Mm -hmm. what I would describe as parallelpreneurs, as our Mm -hmm. viewers this morning. So what I mean by parallelpreneur is we keep one foot in traditional clinical Mm -hmm. medicine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we also have our doctorpreneurship side in the businesses that we are developing. And many of us developed our businesses because we knew there was more. There was more for ourselves and there was more that we could give our clientele. So whether it's, you know, more traditional and you call that person a patient or mm-hmm. maybe a little non-traditional and you call that person a coaching client. So mm-hmm. some of them have coaching programs and whatnot. So what are what what is something no matter what world you're in and you're walking through that and we see this anxiety across the board. So, what is one of the things that you try to give everybody, no matter how they meet you, no matter how they encounter you? Oh, Doctor, this is going to be a good conversation, y'all. Okay, so <laughs> I um, I try to give them one thing. Just I, I help them to carve out and come to the conclusion that they can do one thing that is restorative for themselves. What is that one thing? Because what happens when, um, you know, when I have people that come to me, I have, you know, women in particular, we start talking about, oh, this is, this is how the anxiety or this is how um, the stress is showing up in your life clinically, right? And so then we give them an assessment and plan. As doctors, we're taught to think of assessment. This is what we're going to say is the diagnosis. And then we have a plan for it. And there are a lot of times where we have like one, two, three, have multiple assessments, multiple plans. And so a lot of women, and especially, you know, we probably see these high powered women, you know, very ambitious women. They're used to getting things done. They're used to checking off their checklist. They're used to being able to show up in a boardroom and, and, you know, command the attention and get projects done. And so they believe that they have to do every single thing, every single plan they have to implement immediately. And so what I'll do is I'll say, look, I'm giving you a lot today. 
I'm telling you where we're headed. This is kind of the, this is the GPS. This is the map of how we're going to get to your destination. But what I want you to do is I want you to do one thing, just one thing. And so then I'll t tell them something very simple. And I, and I have to give you credit for this. I said something that we don't necessarily think of is breathing. Just taking the time to do some sort of breathing exercise, you know, and I'll, and I'll be able to see which one probably is best for them. And I'll decide which breathing exercise I'll give them. And a lot of times when I do that, they can, they'll go, I could do that. Like that's simple, you know, that's something that's very simple. And I say, exactly. It's something that I even do. I share a lot and I'm very transparent in terms of what I'm doing, what I'm experiencing and how I can relate to them. And that I'm not this doctor sitting on a hill somewhere that's looking down on the people saying, you should do this because you're messing up your health. But I'm saying we're in this together. I know what you're going through. I've been where you've been or I am where you are right now. And we're getting through this together. And these are the people that I have on my healthcare team. And these are the exercises I'm doing for my own health so that we can continue to show up and give our best and be able to figure out this new, this new normal, this new thing called life, because we've been turned up on our heads. We've been turned upside down. Yes. So I'll give them I'll give them one thing. I'll I'll drill it down a lot of times and say, okay, here are all the things that we need to do. Here are all the assessments, all the plans, but let's concentrate on one thing. And that that's how I, mm -hmm. I usually break it down and make it manageable for someone to be able to walk forward and go, you know what? I could do that. I like to hear that. Mm -hmm. I, I could do that. And I know that they have one thing, one tool that they'll reach into their toolkit and they'll pull out because they'll remember that they'll connect with it. Yes. And oftentimes the breath is so powerful because it's it's profound and it can it can be transformative literally within seconds, within moments, within minutes. And yes. so to give them that and, you know, all the tons and tons and tons of research on doing this, on practicing the breath, being yes. bringing mindfulness to the practice of the breath, and even taking three simple breaths with an attitude of gratitude can change things profoundly in the twinkling of an eye. Yes, yes. So we're going to say, everybody this morning, go ahead and try that. Come on, let's take these three breaths together. Yes, let's yes. take a nice deep breath in. Ah, let it out. Maybe this is the first breath you really let out all morning. Again, take another deep breath in through the nose. Let it out through the mouth. And one more time, deep cleansing breath in. Attitude of gratitude. What am I grateful for right now? Capture that. Let it out. Beautiful. It's almost impossible to be grateful in anything else. Mm. It just occupies the space yes, in that yes, way. Yes, in yes. that way. And yes. so Dr. Erica is chiming in here as one of the nation's most preeminent psychiatrists in mm -hmm. adult and child and adolescent psychiatry. I'm also seeing increased anxiety. Yes. 
So here we have four medical specialties represented mm -hmm. and it's, it's all the same answer between the three of us, four, four or five specialties um, uh, represented. So uh, let's see, so we have DM. Y'all put a new light on blondes having more fun. Can <laughs> you both eliminate joyful service? Thank you. Indeed, let there be light. Let yes. there be light. Yes. 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 And welcome, Patricia. Good morning. Happy fall. I'm grateful to be with you all. And Patricia, we are grateful that you are here. And by the way, to all the little trick-or-treaters out there who are those who are celebrating any of the fall festivals and holidays, happy holidays to you. And whatever you're doing, be safe out there. Yes, be safe. Yes, yes. That is of the utmost importance. Yes. So I just want to go ahead and, and shift talking about, you know, being safe out there and being mindful and being aware because I'm a family medicine doc. I'm, you know, I'm still doing all the back to school and the sports physical. Yes, yes. And I'm seeing, you know, parents, um, kids presenting with this anxiety, kids not adjusting to being back in the classroom, kids who now I identifying and some with pretty severe yes. mood disorder and mental health disorder. As a parent of elementary school age children, yes. what are some of the adjustments that you're seeing and what are some of the adjustments that you're making in your household? And I know, again, you don't have to be a parent to receive this because you know somebody who is and maybe yes. a seed in someone else's ear this morning. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. When you were, you were saying this, I was, I was going to bring up the fact that now the domino effect that happens in the household, you know, we already know that kids are very perceptive, you know, kids really feel when you're stressed as the adult in the house, kids feel when there's a shift that something's different or something's wrong. Now we have had this pandemic. Kids have been in the house everybody's been together y'all pray for me and you know it has been a journey and so being very uh being very attuned to how your children are as human beings is uh is one of the things that i've been able to do throughout the last two years i mean you know since if we look at this going on the second year and knowing when to reach out and get help Knowing when I don't have the resources as mommy and or as doctor and saying, okay, who else needs to be a part of this? What else do we need to, to put into place? Um, giving them the space to be able to express themselves and, and feel safe about that. Um, so personal story is that um, our daughter is, of course, is not of course, but she's more like me in terms of needing the social interaction. Mm -hmm. I mean, y'all know girls and she's, you know, going into middle school, that transition out of elementary into middle school. And so that social factor is it's huge. It is so significant. And being in a non-traditional setting of what we, of what she even, you know, was thinking of, because she saw her brother go through middle school. She saw her brother going into these transitions and probably having a thought in her head of how it was going to look for her. And now that's been interrupted. And so we've had to sit down and say, okay, who else do we need in this 
part of all of our teams and part of health health teams. So bringing in therapy, you know, very early, having that part of our vernacular in the household. Um, she's seeing us as adults go to our therapists or talk about our therapists, getting them therapists. They are being able to now express themselves and say, you know, I don't feel so good. I feel sad so that she can actually have the verbiage to say what she's feeling. And now how do we, how, what else do we need in this, in this household? What else do we need to be able to support this? So we're getting a dog y'all. So I didn't escape the pandemic dog. Yes. So, but that whole process for her was actually healing. Doing the research, she and, and her dad really, they're the dog people in the house. So they came <laughs> together and compromised on the breed and, you know, where we're going to get it from. So it was a whole, and just that alone, that time that she was able to sit and she do, doing her own research on the computer and sending us texts and, oh, I found this, or that even brought a spark to her eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to feel that she she was doing something other than just what was just being in the cloud of the pandemic. So those are some things that I'm seeing in terms of being on the mommy side is just making sure that you're acutely aware of how this is affecting them as humans and not just as your children and still trying to parent the same way. You know, um, really having to throw the playbook out a little bit or rewrite the playbook as you go along. That's really what we're doing. A lot of, you know, things that my husband and I have talked about, you know, we talk about having a family curriculum. You know, we've, we've talked about this concept mm -hmm. and be it, you know, actually spoken or written or unspoken. There are certain things that we want to make sure that we pour into them as they're going to become functional adults in society. And some of this we've had to rewrite as we're going through the pandemic. We've had to say, okay, well, maybe this is the lesson we need to teach now, or maybe I can't teach that lesson right this second, because that'll actually be a little too much and it'll actually make it more anxiety producing. So we've there's a lot of on-the-job training, <laughs> as you can imagine. And, and I think it's very important to acknowledge and and say and and really validate that's the other word i want to use is acknowledge and validate their feelings not say how you know i'm you know when we were growing up and not that it was said to me but it was implied from a community standpoint kids were to be seen and not really heard right yes and so yeah. now giving them a voice is a new is something new for for me and my husband in terms of how we were kind of raised in a community um you know so letting them have the ability to really speak and say how they're feeling and then if there's another type of life lesson i want to teach I may not use that opportunity to teach it because we're real dealing with just the raw feelings, but I'll use a different opportunity to bring it up and say, okay, well, this is, you know, something that I want you to think about later on in life. I want you to put this in your toolbox. I want you to put this in your, in your brain, put, tuck it back there so that, you know, going forward, this is a life lesson. And so those are some of the things that I've seen as, as just mommy, <laughs> you know, not even yes. as mommy. Yeah, yeah. I, I truly love it. And 
reflecting back on what you've just shared, by the way, and thank you very much. I love what you say. There are times that I'm not a resource for this as a mom. I'm not a resource for this even as a doctor. And I think more parents need to take on, I'm just not a resource for this. As, yes. as, as one of my doctor friends and mentors says, that's just not my ministry. Yes. And instead of feeling bad or guilty about that, knowing, okay, so this is something, this is, this is not my strong suit. And it wasn't a very vital, important area. It was the homeschooling piece. And she was like, just not my ministry. Just, and so, and to be able to bring those resources in and to understand that. And she said, the day these children can go back to school, they will be back in school. Yes. 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 And so important. That's very important. And you don't judge yourself or beat yourself up when that's the case. You learn to be honest and discerning. And we're going to get to this in the second half of today's show, because we are talking about authenticity today, not only in medicine, but in ourselves as yes. well. And we've got some comments that I must share. So Dr. Kina, there's so much anxiety around getting the COVID vaccine. Patients are concerned and has hesitation about what has happened to friends and family members. So yes, we're still seeing hesitation around the first <laughs> vaccine. Right. Right. And I almost don't even want to go in the office tomorrow now that, you know, with the children's vaccinations coming forward, with the Pfizer being approved. Again, talking about playbook, we don't have the playbook for this in medicine. Exactly. Exactly. We, we do have historically ways that we have approached other pandemics, mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. that we have handled and produced other vaccinations and even the standard flu, what we think of as the brand X flu. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think we need to look at those checklists a little bit more carefully and that would help us, yes. I think, as, as a profession, as a whole. But, you know, so here we go. Dr. Erica, getting a therapist is such a powerful tool right now. It's important to have a safe space and someone that can hold space for your emotions. Mm-hmm. And yes, Dr. Erica and I have talked about that. There's those who hold a license to do that. Yes. There are coaches and some coaches, depending on the states, have been licensed, but you really want to look at the person's background because not all therapists are even uh, created equal, you know, licensed or otherwise. You want to look at the coach's background and see if it's a resonant match for you. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. if it's um, a therapist, that's going to be more the GPS for, uh, for treatment. Mm-hmm. And then if it's a coach, it's going to be more the GPS or guidelines for, for self-discovery. And mm-hmm. I'd say that's the biggest difference. So therapists, you think, look, I just need treatment. <laughs> Give me that. Yes. Tell me what to do. Coaching. I need a process. I need the roadmap to me. I need to understand self-discovery. And, you know, you and I both, we have, we have therapists, we yes. have coaches, and we yes. make all of the above available as resources for ourselves. So look, yes. y'all, if you don't have a coach, get you a coach and ask yourself, yes. do I need the roadmap to self-discovery, the inside job, or do I need an algorithm of tell me what to do because I'm in crisis right now? Mm-hmm. More of a, a therapeutic uh, way of thinking. And there are, of course, therapeutic byproducts in addition to for both. So- 
One good thing about disruption is that it can lead to innovation and finding a new and better way to do things. And I loved what you said. Yes. About yes. The, blue, the family blueprint. Yes. The family blueprint. Because we don't have a playbook and we need to consider writing those playbooks for ourselves and our family. Because we can't, you know, ask mom or dad, well, mom or dad, what did you do? Mom and dad didn't live through this. So, yes. Um, So great to get kids into therapy early so they know that they have this tool throughout their lives. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. So, yes, Viola, and welcome. You know, so who uh, Viola is acknowledging someone who used herbal medicine to help her. Very important to have other resources and to look into them, you know, what's resonating, what's true for you. Patricia, where can we get accurate info on truth about the vaccine? Oh, I'm going to let you handle that one. It scares me. It's going to um, be given to my 10 year old niece. Wow. Yeah. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh my goodness. I mean, at this, at this point, I really still trust information coming from the CDC which it has its guidelines telling us, you know, what is safe. I've actually even been um, privy to meeting people that were in the original trials and they're doing well, <laughs> you know, they are, they're doing, you know, they, they haven't grown an extra ear or anything, um, you know, and, and I know that there is so much information out there. I would go to known reputable information like the CDC. I would not hang around on too many message boards because that is where you can get a lot of misinformation. So what has, in my opinion, what has happened is that I talked about this a little while ago with the family. I was asking the kids, maybe even before um, COVID actually even hit, I was asking about health class. And I didn't realize they've taken that health class out of schools and really kind of kind of you know lumped it with their science courses. And so in science they get a little bit of health and I was like wait a minute so where do you learn some of the basics about how the body actually works? And so that's when they're like well we don't have uh yeah we don't really have a health class. And, and this is where I believe that people like you and me, Dr. Carol, have to come out and we have to start re-educating about mm-hmm. how our bodies work. So when it comes to the immune system, what you're trying to do is help it to recognize when a bad guy has come in. So I, I was taught to think of the immune system like the like a military operation or even like the old wild, wild west, right? So you have a bad guy that comes in and you have to make a wanted poster of him, right? So you have to take a picture of him and you have to go around and you have to say, okay, we're looking for this bad guy. This is the guy that comes in, we've got to attack. We've got to make sure that we get to him before he overtakes the system. And so that's what I learned a vaccine does. All the vaccines do is that they actually implement the ability to take a picture very early so that you don't get sick, so that your body can mount a response. And so I, you know, 
I listen to the authoritative figures like the CDC. I listen to, I'm in think tanks like with Dr. Carroll that are, you know, some other think tanks with other physicians and, and looking at the data that's coming out and, and just be my, I, I don't want to get too deep into the whole, you know, a lot of the controversies around vaccines, but at one, at some point in time, you have to put your trust. A lot of this is trust and faith and looking at what is, um, what's happening right now. And so I know that there's historical stuff that we look at. I know, you know, communities of color have been disenfranchised. I know we have been, you know, our history with medicine is not the best. Um, that's a whole nother topic, but that's where I go. I go to, I go to thing, I go to institutions that, you know, have some, have some, some, um, longevity, I guess I can yes. say it that way. Yes. And I, you know, and I ask people to stop and think some of the people who are asking these questions are adults who are fully vaccinated themselves. And I'm like, do you have an extra ear? Right. right. <laughs> you right. So, you know, so we, we, we have figured out how to uh, help the body recognize mm -hmm. a foreign invader. Yeah. So, and I think, all right, you, you know, you, you went to the grocery store, you touched your car door handle, you came in your house, you touched this, this, and this, you didn't wash your hands, you rubbed your eyes. And guess what? The, your immune says you didn't get the infection from the bacteria and, and viruses on your hands because your immune system recognized those enemies and went to work. And that's how vaccinations work in a nutshell. Yes. They tell our immune system to recognize a foreign invader in the form of a virus or a bacteria. Yes. Vaccinations would not work if the body didn't already work that way in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I try to, you know, help people calm down at all. Travel also helps. If you ever go to a third world country and you see what happens to an unvaccinated population, the blindness, the deformity, yes. the, 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 the crippling because yes. they weren't vaccinated against mumps, measles, rubella, chicken pox. Then you come back with another set yes. of eyes. Absolutely. Another Absolutely. set of eyes. Exactly. So um, very important, very important that we get this straight. It's, it's sorry, Dr. Carroll. And so, you know, for um, for us, for our kids, our pediatrician happens to be my cousin. Right. And so even from when they were young, you know, I was sometimes having too much knowledge sometimes is not the best thing. So I was just like, oh, my goodness, should we do all these? You know, I was even just from, you know, should we do all the vaccines at the same time? And and she, you know, calmed my fears. And she was like, look, this is the research. This is what we know. And she was like, if you want to, you can actually space out. You can space right. out his scheduling, their scheduling. And I literally had to put my trust in a physician that was in that area. And so our son has gotten vaccinated. And that was a whole funny process because, you know, he's older, so he's not as, you know, skitsy about needles and stuff. And so he's like, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Okay. All right. Okay. So what am I supposed to expect for the second dose? And so, you know, he was really, um, 
he actually was very interested in understanding what was happening in his body. And so, of course, our daughter, who's younger, she was always like, oh, my gosh, I'm the only person in the household that's not vaccinated yet, you know? <laughs> and I said, hold on. It, you know, they're, they're working on it. They're working and they want to make sure that it's safe and effective um, for your age group. And so these are the things that I would, I would, you know, I would encourage you to do. Mm -hmm. Ask your physician and say, I'm not mm -hmm. trying to be, you know, honorary or I just really want to know. I really want to have a conversation with somebody that has some information that I can trust because you should be trusting your physician if they're your physician and mm -hmm. being able to get that information from them. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, sometimes it helps the fact that you're saying, oh, your children are vaccinated. I'll say my children are vaccinated. So mine are older with 26 and 17. And, you know, both boys are vaccinated just as they were, you know, vaccinated as infants. And I did choose that more stretched out schedule. So if there was a reaction. Oh, it was to that. Right. Right. Uh, type right. of thing. Yes. So, you know, definitely you can see scrolling across the screen there. This is how you can contact Dr. Lakeisha for a hormone quiz and to get your free strategy session. So you want to go to www.h-o-r-m-o-n-e-q-u-i-z.co, www.hormonequiz.co. All right. So you all, you, you all know my guests are so generous. They give us ways to contact them, to participate with them. So many, um, you know, discounted offerings, free offer offerings, Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, and again, you know, so, you know, Patricia's counter is, I'm sorry, but I don't trust CDC info is full disclosure. I've been researching on JAMA. My functional medicine doctors don't feel like full info is being uh, given. And she agrees. And this is what's out there. This is what we are, you know, this is what we are facing. But again, I say, look to the laboratory of yourself. You know, if you are a certain age and you're an adult, you're vaccinated. So you know that vaccinations work or perhaps you have some natural immunity because you actually got the disease as a child. And one of the big borderlines is those people born before 1956, 1957, you know, might've gotten these natural childhood diseases. Those that were born afterwards, that's when more vaccinations were becoming available. So that was another huge turning point in the scientific community. So it is, and when you think about the impact that COVID-19 has had on some people in some communities, those impacts have been harsher than what we're seeing out of the vaccination world. So we're going to keep moving. And I want you all to reach out to... Um, Dr. Lakeisha. And yes, and we have someone just a bit of appreciation. Thank you, Martha. It's hard obtaining new physicians. They appreciate your reaching up-to-date info from dis different sources. And that's what, you know, the show's about. That's what we're here for. So listen, Dr. Lakeisha, now we've gone through, what are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for yourself, for your true authentic self? And then we're going to jump into that authenticity on the real tip in a moment. Oh, wow. I am looking at ways to be able to 
I call it do restorative practices to fill my cup again. And so I've discovered, I've discovered infrared saunas. I've discovered magnesium floats. Oh my goodness. Those are amazing. I have discovered Pilates. And so I actually put myself on the calendar and everybody in the household knows it's like, okay, hold on. I'm going to go do this. You know, um, I'm learning the difference between self-care and self-maintenance. Um, I used to think going to get your hair done or going to get your nails done was self-care. And, and I think, you know, we've had this conversation. Or I heard you say that it was, it's self-maintenance. Like those are things you, you should do. And I was like, you know what? I said, that is so true. That's yes. self-maintenance. And so self-care is something that I carve out where it's nobody else but me at this point. Um, the, the biggest thing, like I said, I love the infrared sauna and the float. And what I've done is I'm able to look at my calendar now and I actually schedule it. So for instance, I'm working on a, um, I'm working on a big project right now that's going to be launched in November. And so I've looked at my November schedule and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to do the float here. I'm going to do the sauna here. I'm going to do, you know, make sure I'm in Pilates this day. So I'm being intentional about putting myself on the calendar and it being non-negotiable. Just like you put your business meetings on your calendar, it's the same way. It's the same way. And making sure that those that it will affect, like in your household or in your community, they know this. And so it is not a surprise to anyone when you're like, oh, no, I can't. No, I can't do that. Or I'm gone. Or you're picking up your keys. And so my kids don't have this. Well, where are you going, mommy? Well, what you doing? It's like, oh, you're going. OK, bye. Have fun. And, you know, tell us when you, you know, when you come back, then it's like, well, how was it? You know, now they're interested in, well, what is that? And they see the pictures and they're like, can you take a picture of that for me? And so they're like, can we do that? Like, how old do we have to be to start doing... So introducing these concepts to them early is something else that I'm loving. And, and those are some of the big things that I, I'm able to do. Those two big things where I'm saying, OK, let me pour back into myself because I've given out this week or I'm giving out for next month or I'm planning or doing something. Let me do this for me. Absolutely. And and it's also teaching them this is what they can think about doing for themselves. So, so important. And I know for me, one of the things that we've taken this on as a couple thing, and, and that is really looking at food as medicine. That is really starting to unravel and understand our relationship with food and food psychology. And we got into this. This was our pandemic project, starting our organic garden, all of the above. We took a a program called Wild Fit. Okay. And now I'm actually a certified Wild Fit coach because in all my years of studying about food as medicine, which that journey began in 2010 for me because, hello, they don't do a very good job of that in medical school. Mm -hmm. um, th this has been the bomb.com in terms of... It's the difference between, you know, we go on all these diets, right? And we act like, okay, I'm going to do this for 10 weeks. And then at the end of the 10 weeks, we go back to doing something else. Diet actually means lifestyle. Diet actually means way of life. 
It is not something you do for 10, 15, 20, 30 weeks, and then you flip and do something else. It is about discovering your relationship to food, understanding your food psychology so that you can make better choices for yourself Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And so I'm putting it out there. I'm getting ready to start my next challenge, 90 day challenge. And I love it on November 14th. And you could go there, go and find, read all about it. And for visitors here today, you put in Wildfit 25 and there's a 25%. Nice. And it was wonderful because DM and I, did it together a year ago and we just did it together again. So it was really just a a fabulous experience. And I, you know, and, and one of the things coming out of this pandemic for me again, now, you know, putting on my medical hat, it could have been called the 1920 plus pounds. Cause people just triggered emotional eating it triggered stress eating and yes. I would say thousands of people. Oh, absolutely. 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 I have to I have to raise my hand to that myself. Um, I went to go get my annual exams this year because last year I was one of the ones that was treating everybody else and didn't take care of my own things. Right. And so um, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, it's 2021. You can go, you know, you need to make sure. And stepping on that scale was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah. we have to do some things here, right? And and then um, it gave me that moment of clarity to say, to really check in with myself and see what my patterns and habits were. And so I was saying to somebody, I said, you know, the reason we go to doctors is because it keeps us accountable. Like I even need to be accountable myself. Um, I had yeah. one of my other physicians was the one yeah. that said, okay, when did you go to, have you gotten your, your, your annual things yet that you need because of your age here? And I was like, um, yeah, I need to do that. And when I did, you know, I went and saw my own OBGYN. I went and saw my own internal medicine doctor. And they both were like, okay, you know, pull the reins. And, and, and it gave me that moment to take off the doctor hat and to be human, to be someone that was seen and connect with and go, can somebody just take care of me? Like, tell me what I need to do. And, and I do it. Like, I was like, okay, got, got my, all my screening stuff scheduled, you know? Exactly. Um, but it does, it, it makes you stop and go, okay, what do I need to do to kind of pull things in, pull the reins so that I'm not just like out here, you know, running wild. Yeah. And so people can ask themselves, what do I need to do again to be my authentic self, to uplevel my relationship to my mind, uplevel my relationship to my body and uplevel my relationship to my spirit. I'm going to share this quote uh, with you from Margaret Young. Often people attempt to live their lives backwards. They try hard to have more things or more money in order to do more of what they want so that they will be happier. The way it actually works is in the reverse. You must first be who you are, who you really are, then do what you really need to do in order to have what you want and what is your response to that oh my goodness that is so so true like when you stop and you are doing something that is 
in the in the in the way of walking in your purpose is what some people would call it. You know, that's how it could be phrased. Don't you feel so full? Like you feel it in your body. You feel it like literally in your like organically. I mean, you can literally feel your body feel different. Your mind feels different. You actually can move differently in, in a space. And so when you're actually connecting your passion, your, your, what you're good at and what people actually kind of, you know, naturally ask you to do, and you find that you're doing this all the time, or you're finding that this is the way that you're supposed to be and you, and you kind of easily kind of just slide into it. Oh my goodness. Then the others come because I think at that point you're kind of walking through the world with your hands open and you're, or you're walking with your arms open and you're just there to receive, not only to give, but you're receiving so much. And, and that is so important. I think, you know, a lot of times it, it can be said in different ways. Some people there, you know, your grandparents may have said, um, you know, don't don't have your fists balled up or, you know, don't 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 go with you don't go around, you know, walking around with your hands, you know, clenched or, you know, give to others or, you know, don't try and, and build your treasures here on on Earth or trying to get so much here, material things, but really walking almost like in a spiritual realm where you are connecting with people on a different level level and opening yourself up to what you're supposed to be here for on this earth. And when you do that, so many unexpected things, just like my mother would say, fall in your lap. Don't let the Lord let it fall in my lap now, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, yes. yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, but so much we get caught up and when it, it makes it difficult for us to be our authentic selves is because well, what if we decide, well, I think I'm enough, but what if other people don't? Ooh, ooh, Dr. Carol, that is a loaded, loaded uh, concept because this is where we have to do some unlearning. This is where a lot of us have been cultured or, or brought up to to react and make sure that we walk through so that we can get accolades or get confirmation from the outside that you're doing something right. Uh, right. You know, yeah. I know people are going to say, yep. Mm -hmm, all right. And so when you get to a point and this comes from, this can come from therapy sessions, from coaching sessions, from being part of communities where you can be around like-minded people that are trying to move in a direction like you are moving, that can be a positive influence for you. And when you start shedding some of these you know, concepts, some of these constructs, and you start taking that off, you get light. You, you start walking yeah. through the world a little lighter and then you're able to even give more because when you realize, when you are full from here, you don't have to have the outside recognition. You don't have to have the outside saying, oh yeah, you're good, patting you on the back and saying, go, go, go. You are then filled from the inside out and it's come, it's overflowing. It starts just overflowing and that noise yes, becomes white yes, noise yes, in the yes, background. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And so we have a 
Dr. Andrea has, I'm telling you, the ob guys are up. Y'all used to being up all night. Oh, hello. <laughs> and, then, and Dr. Charlotte. And then we have um, Dr. Dr. Dietrich, who shares that wild fit is life transforming. Mm. And I would love to get a whole community of doctors into wild fit because we struggle with stress eating starting back in medical school yes are still carrying those layers that we first put on in medical school dr carol dr carol you stepped in some toes there we go yes i had that recognition i had that that realization myself a few years ago yes ma'am Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, and just a reminder, Weightless and Mind, Body and Spirit is a podcast. If you haven't subscribed, go on over there and subscribe. People are saying that this is a powerful show. You know, there are people that you need to be sharing this with, or you'd like to share it with. And this is where they can listen to past episodes and they can hear Dr. Lakeisha's other presentations on the show as well. So. So DM is saying, mind your wants. Is there is someone who wants your mind in mm-hmm. your bank account? Hello. Wow. Hello. Wow. Hello. And good morning and welcome, Mary V. So now listen, one of the things that is so important, and I would just, I'm going to share just a little bit more. It's already time for us to start wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um all right. I love just one more questions. What if my friends, family, and coworkers like the perfect me better? You know, the one that takes care of everything and everybody else but me. How do how do we how how how, how do we deal with that? And you know, because there's a fear there. If I don't do this thing, they're not gonna love me. They're not gonna, you know, how 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 do we how do we cultivate the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable? Ooh, Dr. Carol, that? I know we got three minutes left. Come on. In three minutes, I'm going to say therapy. Okay. I'm just going to honestly say that that is because that takes you through layers. And you're going to go on a journey of discovery of what you have, you know, some things that you may have taken out of context growing up, you're going to go through layers of learning how to separate what people think from who you are. That takes a lot of outside work, in ter- not outside, outside help to do inside work, because that's inside work. Because there are what has happened over the years in and Dr. Carey, you're really good at, at explaining this, is that certain neural pathways have been laid down. It's like, you know, walking on a trail and you see that that path has been worn. And so the grass doesn't really grow on that path anymore. And so it's easy just to walk down that path. But if you have to forge a new path, you've got to cut down some forest. You've got to cut down some wild, wild growing or dig up some weeds. And sometimes when you not sometimes, but when you first start down new paths, it's not very it's not very comfortable. You know, you're going to have to really work at 
going and forging new pathways. And that's where therapy comes in. I'm a huge proponent of therapy um, because I've had to do it myself. And the reason y'all saw me do this is because I was like, is Dr. Carol been um, like in my, in my own head here recently? Like, is she, is she telling my business? Oh my goodness. Um, and, And I think a lot of us that go into certain and certain practices in life or, or certain areas in life, you know, we have a complex sometimes of being the perfect person of showing up a certain way. And so we sometimes it's self-imposed because of different um, imagery that we have had over the years growing up. And so we've got to go and get some tools to help pull back these layers to see what is something that is authentic and real for me that I can actually do versus something that I've created that is really not attainable. And yes. so I'm going to wrap it up and say therapy. Yes. <laughs> therapy. Yes. So you can see the the comments are coming in. I'm getting texts. I'm, I'm getting, you know, <laughs> people are commenting in the chat and absolutely. So listen, we are at the hour. Dr. Lakeisha, you know, um, our journey, our friendship, I feel we're we going to revi- revisit this creative collaboration many times Absolutely. in the years to come. Absolutely. And we are so grateful for the show. Remember, 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 you're going to go and take Dr. Lakeisha's hormone quiz and you'll get your free strategy session or share that. Why not share that with someone in your community? Share that with a friend. You've, you've got that. Uh, you're going to go in, you know, share Wildfit, share this opportunity, share the discount code with a friend. You know, somebody who has said to you, maybe even this morning or yesterday, I am struggling. I don't know how to get rid of this. So yes, Dr. Kina, it did go too fast. I'm going to ask Kenny Brazil Hamilton to play us out. And next week, y'all, many of you, Patricia, this is for you. Dr. Ian will be in the house. So Dr. Ian is my superstar. Um, He's a Buddhist priest. He's an acupuncturist. He is an expert in health and wellness. Dr. Ian will be in the house. And so thank you, Christine, for tuning in. I hope that you will um, follow Weightless and Mind, Body, and Spirit as a podcast if you're a first-time listener. And all right, thank you so much. And Dr. Lakeisha, I'll see you back in the green room. Thank you all and see you next Sunday. Weightless, weightless. No matter what people say, you're full of greatness. Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous. If only they could see you going through your paces. It's amazing. Weightless. No matter what people say, you're full of greatness. Time you open up your eyes, you work courageous. If only they could see you going Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous.